Yes, 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 it's Matty with a 40 year welcome back to episode 6. I'm joined by Ben. Hello. In this episode, we'll be speaking about Everton easing past West Brom, Fulham failed the comeback, Sun scoring four past Southampton, and Mane making Chelsea drop three points, and many more. So, Ben, let's kick off the show by speaking about Everton versus West Brom. My prediction, I predicted it was going to be 2-0, but obviously it ended up 5-2. I think Everton started off slow. West Brom had a great start with the goal after 10 minutes from Diagana, which was a great goal. He picked the ball up in his own half, ran all the way, and it was a great finish. But just after the 30-minute mark, Carlin Lewin bagged his second goal of the season, which was a back heel. It was a bit, it's a bit like a jammy goal because it got flagged offside, then VAR looked at it. And it came off the West Brom defender's head. But just before our time, James Rodriguez bags his first Premier League goal. Like, it was a great finish. Edge of the box, bottom corner. What was your thoughts on James Rodriguez's finish? James Rodriguez's finish just showed how class he was. Um, yeah, I think the way he's been playing in the Everton top squad, he's definitely not going to be affected by moving to the Premier League. I don't see. Yeah, like uh, Anthony said, well, world-class players don't need time to adapt to the Premier League. Well, he certainly adapted to that Everton squad a lot. But just after that goal, did you see Kieran Gibbs get sent off for violent conduct? I did, which, yeah. Which I, it, was a bit, it was a bit mad. Yeah, there's no need for it, really. But what he said, he said he'll do it again. And Seamus Coleman had something to say. You do fucking nothing. But um, they say at half time, Slavin Village, the West Brom manager, got sent off because he went up to the ref on the field, which you're not allowed to do. Yeah, but it was... you argue that because West Brom's changing room is out in the car park, but so he has to walk like across the pitch to get to his team, his changing room, and like because normally I have a word with the ref in like the tunnel, but he can't go in the tunnel. The red card was fair. And um, he got charged by the FA today. Um, they were recording it. Yeah, it was... Uh, there's no need for it, was there, really? But but then the second half started, yeah. And um, West Brom got a free kick. Matthias Pereira stepped up. And what a fucking free kick that was. Did you see it? I did, actually, yeah. I was watching it. Um, to be fair, we say all this, we can't really take anything away from Everton. They're clearly playing well after scoring five goals and, you know, just, it's a solid start, well, two games to the season. I wonder... And Carvalhoen, Bagdatrick. Yeah, he, he played class. He, he got his goal against Spurs as well. Um, Michael Keane bagged the goal. A little tapping, like, but still a goal at the end of the day. If a goal, yeah, goal's goal in it. It makes no difference if you overhead it or you're just tapping in across. Do I feel sorry for though when I was watching the game? Felt sorry for Richardson. He done everything right, yeah. He scored a goal. He got offside, and he done everything right that game. And I think he deserved the goal that game, but I guess it didn't happen, did it? No, but I'm sure it's early days in the league. I'm sure he'll make it up with a few more goals. Well, the next game is. Leeds versus Fulham. What are your thoughts on that game? Um, Leeds, two games, being the same score. They've been on the losing end and on the winning end. 
yeah, set, you know, um, Leeds are conceding a worrying amount of goals, you know, two games conceded, what, seven goals? You know, they were, you know, can't argue, they, they won the game, they could, they could score four against Fulham, but it just makes you think, you know, could they do this against bigger teams? Because we've, we've said this on the podcast before, Fulham are not a big club. Well, nobody's challenged by Fulham. Nah, so they're going down. Fulham are going down. Who's Fulham competing with? Aston Villa. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. one team. You need to you need to beat three teams. I can't. I can't. Fulham are going down in my opinion after two games. I know it's stupid to say, but I think Fulham are going down. I think Leeds. Obviously, this might just be the adaption time of the Prem, but Leeds cannot keep conceding goals like this. Well, they did score after five minutes, which was a great finish by Costa. Great yeah. finish. Yeah, I um, I did only have a down for a 2-0 win to Leeds. I did think they'd win, but, you know, Fulham... Fulham, they knew what they were doing. They knew how to work the goals they scored, so it was, you know. But just think Leeds should be a bit worried by the amount of goals they're conceding. Then Fulham got a pen. Yeah. Then Mitrovic stepped up, scored it. Then the same person who got Fulham the pen gave Leeds a pen. Um, yeah. But um, but Fulham did try and make a late comeback, but they couldn't complete the comeback, which was disappointing. It was like just disappointing. Yeah, we knew you knew for Leeds was gonna win. Yeah, of course you did. Um, but the next game was Man United versus Palace. It was my United's first game of the season. It was also, it was also what a shit. It was also their first defeat of the season as well. At Old Trafford, what a shocker! Do you think I speak about it? Yeah, is Ollie's um, transfer window? It's awful. It's went wrong. It's went wrong. I think he just panic bought Van der Beek. Yeah, they need yeah. to sort out there. I know Alex Tellers from Porto. Has been linked with Man United. I don't know. Sancho is staying at, um, staying at Dortmund now. So, I mean, their chance to win those shocking. Um, Donny Van der Beek he got first goal at Old Trafford, but I just think that's disgraceful if you lose, especially a club like Man United losing at home to Palace. And I know, I say disgraceful. I know we obviously we've lost to Palace at home. I'm sure, like everyone has. But, hey, don't disrespect Palace. Palace is an hard game. Palace is a very hard game. But it's one you, of them. It's Palace is one of them teams that can always upset a top six side. Yeah, I I think you know you can still put up more of a fight than that. Yeah, but it's it's again going back to it. It's the transfer window. My United have signed one person, Donny yeah. Van der Beek, and guess what? In my opinion, they didn't need to strengthen in the midfield. They have Bruno, Pogba, and Matic. I think Matic is decent, but and Donny Van der Beek started on the bench. Yeah, which made no sense. I know he's probably not like like he's not used to playing like, but just he scored the goal. But I think he'll start next game. Yeah, but let's I want to talk about Lindelof's handball. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Do you it think was... it was handball? Yeah. 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 No, that was not a pen. No, he, I, I. He was running. He was running. He was in a running motion, and the ball hit him on the hand, and the ball hit him. 
Yeah, That's it's it's one. Of, it's one of them where it it depends. You you can tell why they would and why they wouldn't. Like if it went against it, you know why, and if it went for it like it did, you know why. It was. I just. I don't know. I could. I I just I just understand why someone would say it's a pen. But there was a questionable um, penalty this weekend. The Mac Doherty one. That wasn't a pen. The game, Arsenal versus West Ham. What was your thoughts? Um, after Arsenal scored fairly early, thought they'd score more. Um, I think William is just... I don't know, I was watching the game, I just thought he really fits into this team a lot. Um, Lacazette. He did score. I think I thought the better team lost. I thought West Ham was better than Arsenal, and he lost. The bit sloppy Arsenal that game. Arsenal didn't play the same as they played against Fulham, and yeah, I think the better team lost. It was a good goal, the last goal. That was a good goal, but yeah, I say the better team lost that one. But Gabriel, the centre back, he did make some key blocks. Yeah, they played Very solid. Good. Played solid. He's a, he's a solid person for the um, Arsenal. Key key defender. But yeah, I West Ham deserved to win that game. It was a completely different West Ham to we we seen last week. But yeah, fairly good. Next game: Southampton versus Spurs. Five two. I'll, I'll let you speak about this. Um. Whoa. Youngman Son, four goals. But. I didn't see that coming. Uh, <laughs> Harry Kane assisted them all. It was did not see Spurs scoring that many. I've noticed though, there's been a lot of goals scored in these past two games alone. Like a lot. These yeah. These, these are goal scoring games and Spurs. Well, I think Southampton started off better than the Spurs. When Danning's goal went in, which was a which was a great finish, by the way. I think a lot of these should have done better, like, but it was a good finish. When they go on in, the Tottenham players' head just dropped. Yeah. And I think if Human Son didn't get that goal just before half time, I would have I thought Southampton would have went on and won that. But I think the Son goal before half time just gave them, gave them a bit of spirit, gave them everything, and they went on, obviously, win 5 2. And Son won the player. Imagine Son. Harry Kane and Gareth Bale in the same team. Oh, I about, wow. I was about to That's say. disgusting front for me. I was about to say, I don't think Gareth Bale's actually signed. Or, well, joined on loan to Spurs on our last episode, which... No, nah, he didn't. So that's but, obviously... Yeah, I think if yeah, Southampton would have won that if they went in 1-0 at half-time. But have you seen Harry Kane? The passes he done to Son were just wow. I thought he was just a finisher. But, I did. Nah. He obviously knows how to get the assists. And so. I think he deserved that goal at the end. He did, he did deserve it. Yeah. But, of son, if whoever had him in the fantasy team, yeah, smashed it. Yeah. <laughs> and that was his first ever hatchet, you know. Really? Yeah, I've seen a video. And it was um, son at the end of the game saying to all the players it was his first time. I didn't Which was know. good first time, you know, getting your actress. Yeah. But Newcastle versus Brighton. 3 0 Brighton. 3 0. No, I did a... not see that coming at I'm, all. 
I'm going to say something. I really think, obviously, people might say Everton's how they played. My, the, I'd say these last two games, I know they lost against Chelsea. Brighton have played actually well. Like they're, yeah. they're gelling. They're doing well. Like they play good football. Like but the back system working very well for them. It is. Yeah. No, I just think they deserve the win because even against Chelsea they played well. And I think well, they their player, Lamptey, what a player. Yeah, I, yo. He has a bright future ahead of him. Oh did you yeah. see Callic, Jamie Callagher's tweet? Oh yeah, I did actually. Yeah. High That's praise. Legends of the game with twenty rounds about him. I I can see I can see him signing for the big club in like three two seasons. Yeah, I hope he can play like that because he's outstanding. Did you, you see, see? Did you see the red card? I was about to mention the red card. The the switching music on Jamal Lewis. That looked painful, to say the least. <laughs> but you know what? Let's talk about Newcastle's attack. In that game, they was not threatening the Brighton goalkeeper. Wilson, don't know where he was that game. Andy Carroll, he was on the missing list then. Well, like, he's always on the missing like, list. He was, like, the strikers, the attack. Like, the Brighton goalkeeper could just sit down all game. Yeah, it was... I think Newcastle played quite lazy, being brutally honest. Like yeah. they, they just didn't want to play. But um, here's the game. Chelsea versus Liverpool. I predicted 2-0. And everyone said, no, no, it won't be 2-0. Chelsea will score. But guess what? They didn't. And it ended up 2-0. Well, I've, I've, I'll let I've, you speak about this. Right, so, obviously, there's a few key things. Obviously, things like Thiago and everything. Let's start off. I think whoever thinks that was not a red card is an idiot. He rugby tackled him? Well, he was the last defender. He rugby tackled Mane and he had him by the neck. I think and, that, and, that red card messed up Lampard's plans. Yeah, I definitely think it would have been a tighter game. Just before half time, going in. <laughs> of course. Man down. That would, that would have messed up his speech. Well, if you see, if you've seen. Our goals were shortly after that incident, and the two goals were a Kepa mistake. And it yeah, but the, let's just kind of carry on with the first half. I think people could say that Chelsea were better than us the first half. Like, I was watching this thing, and like, this Chelsea fan was saying that they were better than Liverpool first half because like, they made more like chances of scoring the goal, and Liverpool hardly made none. But I just think it was even half. Then I, the red card obviously messed up the second half. And I'll can, let you continue about the second half. Yeah, as I was saying, sorry, the set, what I was about to say about the second half was I think Chelsea's confidence was knocked because our two goals came literally um, you know, within minutes of each other. And I'll say this now, my star man and poor man of this week, my star man is Fabinho. Yeah. I second was... time playing centre back, his second clean sheet as well. And Timo Werner, he kept out and made look ridiculously bad. Yeah, some say um, Werner still in Fabinho's pocket. My poor man is Kepper, who is the worst goalkeeper who I've ever seen well, in my life. I don't think he'll play ever again for Chelsea because 
Frank Lampard confirmed the day of recording that Mendy is a done deal. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to be honest, yeah. I don't know who Mendy is. I've never heard him before. It's not that hard to be better than Kepa, mate. <laughs> I, yeah, but I, Kepa, I reckon, I reckon they panic for Kepa. Oh, he played one season at Bilbao. One season at Bilbao. And he had a good, great season. But I someone said that he's he's the worst Chelsea goalkeeper in a long time. Well, he is. I think he's the worst Premier League goalkeeper in a long time. But rather than go on about the negatives, what a performance, what a start to the Premier League. For our, new, for our new midfielder, our new number six, Thiago, breaking record. And he's set a new record, yeah. Within 45 40, passes in a within, half. Within 45 minutes, without having a full full training session at Melwood with LFC players, broke a record for passes. He doesn't even know where half the players' names. And that he is, broke a Premier League record. And he got more passes than every Chelsea player in one half. I also want to point out, because uh, Sadio Mane scored two, Sadio Mane has now scored more Premier League goals than Cristiano Ronaldo in the same amount of games. But um, if you go back to Thiago, it's like, under Klopp, we play like heavy metal football, don't we? Yeah, and when rock he and came roll. on, he made it, he turned into classical football. The way in heavy metal, it was classical. It was calm, composed. Obviously, let's not, let's not get over Overhyped about him, but it's hard not to get overhyped. That, that Chelsea aren't like a uh, small club, are they? You know, he well, was... this year's no look pass. Imagine Thiago's no look pass to the Bobby's no look finish and to Manny's no look celebration. It'll be good. We'll win the league, not even look at what we're doing. Just while we're on Liverpool, so we don't go on about it later and people get bored. It came out apparently Liverpool Real Madrid are in constant oh, contact. It's not happening. It's just we not can't, happening. We can't afford them. It's just waffle. It's literally waffle. Yeah. I, I think if we do get a black eye, I will not complain. Yeah, here's a question for you. Joke we do, yeah. Somehow, yeah. some way we get a black eye. But you have to swap Mane or Salah. Oh dear. Um I personally I'm not, I'm not, everyone's going to go, why are you saying this? I, I'm going to personally say I'd keep Salah, only because, nah. I, I know, I know, I just think the last, what, three seasons since Salah's been here, he's got more assists in it all them seasons, he's got more goals, and I don't know, I just think, to be honest, I wouldn't even want Mbappe, because I like having Salah and Mane, because they've proved he can do it in the Prem. Yo, so you wouldn't want Mbappe? Are you mad? I'm not saying I wouldn't want him, but I'd rather get rid of Firmino. Than the Salah or Mane. Mate, Mbappe is something else. Yeah, but what would happen if he came to the Premier League and he was just awful? Yeah, but yeah, only yeah. time will tell. Yeah, only time will tell. And like, what, 300 million for him? Imagine he came and he played and Andy Carroll was playing better than him. You'd be like, well, there goes 300 million. Yeah, but he's world-class. World-class people will shine in the Premier League, especially Mbappe. Yeah, I, I but, mean, uh, I wouldn't moan if we got him. That I will say that. But speaking about San Liverpool being signed or linked to people, yeah, Jota signed for Liverpool since the last podcast. Diogo Jota. Yeah. What are you thoughts on that? Literally came out of nowhere because it was like one day it was like, oh yeah, Liverpool are actually interested. Yeah, Saturday. 
or Thiago Friday, I think it was. And it, then it was Jota Saturday, then oh, Sadio Sunday. But we need Mbappe Monday. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> no, I um, but, came out nowhere, didn't it? It was a bit like... Yeah. I'm not complaining. I'll, you know, I like Wolves. It's nice. To I want to see what Klopp does with him. Because, in my opinion, I'm not just saying this because we've signed him. He was one of Wolves' best players. I think Raul Jimenez was the best. And I think he was like top three. Um, so, it'd be interesting what he does. Obviously, he's not going to start, is he, every game? Mm, but, no. Um, well, I've seen on Twitter, yeah. Bit inconsistent. That, I'd on say, Twitter. Go on. This person said, um, tweeted out saying, Wolves fan, is this a fair price? And um, the Wolves fan commented him saying, he's a bit inconsistent, but if you can get that out of him, you'd be world class. I, so, yeah, no, he, inconsistent. Yeah, no, I've, I've, uh, yeah, he was. I've, I've seen Wolves play a few times, and you know, you can, you, you can just see. You know, you, you can read boring stats and stuff like that. There were games where he'd do well, games where he wouldn't, you know. Maybe maybe with a crowd with Anfield or maybe a more suited squad to him, he might be a little bit better. But um, going back to Thiago, yeah. What a man. He he gave a pen away, which we're in a pen, in my opinion. <laughs> he gave a pen away and, and made Alisson save it and boost Alisson's confidence. What a man. What a man he is! He just, he, he gave he gave a pen away and it was, it, it was definitely a penalty. It was a soft pen though. He clipped him, just clipped him. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was like a soft. But Allison did put, say that into that when those community shield, he lost on pens and he didn't save no pens. And he was saying like you do start to get worried, and he just had to show. He just had to show that he can do it. I am the best keeper in the world. Speaking it and. Jorginho, he had like he doesn't he never misses pens, but that was just a that's like a pasta. Allison just passed it to. Him. Yeah, it was an awful pen to be fair, like wasn't it, lad? Mhm. Let's talk now. Let's talk about Leicester Burnley. Um, four two to Leicester. Nice win. Just... Oh, did you did you see Burnley's first goal? Oh wow! Came... This would yeah. Oh, what a man he is. Their first goal, yeah. The ball came to him. And yeah. he pushed. He physically pushed the Leicester defender off the ball. Two hands off the ball. Yeah, just show, he's got a good strength. It's, the... It shouldn't have been a far life. He, he got... Took the, he just pushed, put his two hands on the player and pushed him the player fell over and scored. I was based out laughing when I seen it. But after the game went 1-1, it was just... Leicester was all over them. Harvey yeah. Barnes, what a game he had! Yeah, had a great game, Harvey Barnes. Like we, like we said a few weeks ago, Leicester are going to try and prove points, and maybe this is the start. Maybe why they should should have got top four? Yeah, one hundred percent. Villa versus Sheffield. This is Villa. Villa was all over them after the the John John Egan got red carded after the twelfth minute. And um, Sheffield missed the pen as well. Villa was just all over them. Just a easy 1-0 win for Villa. Aston Villa just scraped relegation last season. It's got a bit easy win for Sheffield, but no. So I can see Sheffield struggle this season. Which, yeah. I hope they don't, but I, I can see them struggle. If they can't beat Aston Villa, who barely 
scraped barely you just scraped relegation it's going to be a long season for you it, but, it, um, you've got to take a mind and I know I said this last week and I was like oh it's the first week we, this is really this is the most confusing time for any footballer because obviously everyone's just been a little bit messed up and I do think there are going to be a few teams like Sheffield maybe like Manchester United where it might just take them five or six weeks to get into that rhythm maybe not but, not not saying they'll lose five or six games I'm saying where they start playing the football they understand of each other yeah you can tell with even Liverpool when we watch them there's a few moments between the midfielders and defenders where it's a bit like where they come and are. I think Trent Alexander-Arnold's getting a little bit confused now and then, personally. But, um, but going let... back to the Villa game, did you see, um, did you see um, Martinez? He had a great yeah. game. Yeah, no, he played yeah. outstanding. First game, saved the pen, kept a clean sheet and got three points not a, on not, his debut. Not a bad start, is it? start well the last game of week two of the Premier League City versus Wolverhampton Wanderers Um, in the first half Man City was all over them Wolves hardly touched the ball in the first half and the first half ended 2-0 but the penalty yeah there was no need for that tackle no No need for it you can just 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 use your strength and let the ball go to play Kevin De Bruyne stepped up as he always... Ginger Man is. Oh, he's, he's probably the best player in the Premier League, isn't he? He's well... the best player in the world at the moment in time. Name someone better than him. You can't, exactly. Don't even <laughs> to name someone better than him. To be but fair... in the second half, Wolves had so many chances to score goals. It, uh, that uh, Podent, I think I'm saying his name right, he had a few chances, yeah, to score. Jimenez missed a sitter. It came to him like a, he had played FIFA. Like people call it sweating. Yeah, it was yeah. basically a sweating. He missed. Then he went and scored. But City's defence in the second half. What the fuck was that? Their defence was awful in the second half. Even uh, the new signing, Nathan Aki started. You can. You, the, I know Wolves lost three one, but from even from that game alone, you can understand how Wolves could do the double. Like, well, where they won them home and away, like they did last season. Or maybe if they were a little bit more clinical, because I think they were lacking something in that final third. But if you actually watched it, they were trying to really press and build things up, which I do think they're very good at. I do like Wolves, but maybe maybe they're just missing Diego Jota, you know? I'm really joking. Not Diego, it's Diogo. Um, well, um, but speaking about Diogo Jota, would you rather took Jota or Saar? Ooh. Being a man, Jota's only 23, and I think Saar's younger than him. So, I think Jota, oh, oh, not I'm just saying this because we've got him. I'd rather take a club from, uh, uh, sorry, I'd rather take a player from a team like Wolves than like Watford, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like there's more. Jota has proven he can score against bigger clubs, and like he's got that experience of it all, and it it just comes down to experience for me, really. At the end of the day, and I'm. 
yeah. Well, that was it for the the football on week two. Is there any? Now let's speak about what happened since the last podcast. Yeah, I was about to say, is there any uh, other than Bale? Well, Thiago? we'll talk about Thiago Jota, Bale. Regulon signed for Spurs from Real Madrid. He won the Europa League last season with yeah. Sevilla. Oh, yeah. Luis Suarez is going to the Let's Go Madrid. But he's in trouble. Yeah. He cheated his, uh, what was it, his Italian... Allegedly. 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 I must apologise. It was allegedly. Allegedly cheated his Italian residency test thing. I, I don't Allegedly. Fully, I don't fully understand it, and it is allegedly. But um, it's Maratta allegedly going to Juventus as well. <laughs> Nelson Semedo has gone to Wolves from Barca, which is... Which is... He's Portuguese. So yeah. it's like, uh, did, you, did you see Wolves' third kit? I was, I was about to say. It was... looks like Portugal's home kit. kit. Yeah, <laughs> I, but I really would hate to be Conor Cody right now. I've mentioned that <laughs> Sancho's staying at Dortmund. Gundogan got tested positive for COVID, coronavirus. In fact, I did get a notification five minutes before this saying... West Ham have announced David Moyes, Issa Diop and Josh Cullen have tested positive for the coronavirus. Really? David Moyes? Hey, that... That was one out. we see the season ending or getting put on hold very soon? We were speaking about this before. David Moyes tested positive. If you think about it, Michael Arteta tested positive and that's what shut down the Premier League. So, could we see it shutting down? Well, um, obviously, day of recording... Um, everything's you know more restrictions are coming back into place across uh, regions of the UK. I I don't think the Premier League will stop, but what I do think it'll be stop and start. So when I say that, I mean I don't think it'll just be over, like nothing counts. But what I think will happen is they might do breaks. So maybe after every um. Like I don't know, ten games, maybe have a two week break or five yeah, games. I say thank fuck everything's not top of the league. Because <laughs> imagine they just, they just like the league just stopped and he said this the table, and Leicester's top now. So thank fuck everything's <laughs> not top. Yeah, but I don't really want Leicester to win the Premier League more times than us. Like. Well, Deli Ali, yeah, might be leaving Spurs because he was not picked in the squad against Southampton. I've seen that. I, I, I How have, do we see Dele Alli going to a different country? I've, I've read... I've, I've seen rumours about PSG. I've I read something, so I don't know how true this was, um, that the original clause of Bale coming back on loan was for uh, like a ridiculous amount of money. I can't remember the exact amount, so I won't make that up. But also um, Dele Alli on top of that. And uh, be- uh, Real Madrid said no, although I uh, it also said that the Tottenham board don't want Deli Ali anymore. They they are trying to get rid of him. Well, Tano Ming signed a signed a deal, signed a new contract with Villa till twenty twenty four. But did you see the thing on Twitter about Sky Sports versus Crystal Palace? Sky no. Sports put out that Palace has put a bid in for Rian Brewster. Then the Crystal Palace owner put on Twitter saying, we've asked them to take it down and it's not true. We've not put a bid in. 
then hours later, Sky Sports put out a notification saying um, that Palace had Palace um, thinking about putting the bid in. Then the owner came back out on Twitter and said, "How do they know that we're putting the bid in? I don't even know that. I don't even know that I'm putting the bid in. I don't know whether they know what I want to buy them." I didn't actually know what was going on, but I I have the Sky Sports app on my phone and it did say correction. But like and like an hour or two hours after it happened, I was like, "You're being a little bit slow." Like, yeah, the owner, the owner didn't even know that he was going to buy Ryan Brewster. So that's a bit. Sp- Sky Sports. Speaking of Rian Brewster, linked with Sheffield, 15 mil. Would you do it? Yeah. Or with a uh, buyback clause? I think that's boss. Yeah, here's a question. Would you rather see Origi go or Rian Brewster go? Oh, Rian Brewster. Brewster. Yeah, I, it's going to sound ridiculous. And I'm not saying Origi's a good striker or a good player. What I'm saying is, is again, I think a lot of football does come down to experience. I think he's got it. Um, yeah, no, uh, Brewster, he's young. Maybe go go and get a bit of experience with someone who's not aiming for like. We're not aiming for heights. We're aiming for gold. Like we're aiming for the best we can get. Like, but Real Brewster we, did do good again for Swansea last season alone. I, that wasn't in the Premier League though, and um, yeah, I I see. I I do understand what you're saying. I'm not saying I don't, but it's like. I would rather him get a real sense of, okay, you're in Old Trafford, you're in the Etihad, you're in the Emirates, you're in all these bigger stadiums. What can you do? Because if in five years, or not five years, two years, if he's had a bit of time at Sheffield and he's like good and he's proved he can score and he's, you know, against top six, against every team in the Premier League, you're like, okay, you're, you're good enough. But if he comes back and like his only goals are coming against teams like Fulham, you you, you don't want him. Whereas with Origi, I mean, he he can certainly he can certainly like you know show himself, make a name for himself in bigger games. Well, um, more about transfers. Apparently, Declan Rice is linked with Chelsea. No, I've not actually read that. And um, Vidal. Yeah, Inter, Inter for one mil. One, one mil. mil. Yeah. <laughs> for one mil. Can I ask how they did that? Like, do you know? No, I've just seen it today. One mil. Yeah, I think Barcelona are having this whole uh, new refurbishment. It's not really a transfer, but I have seen Coutinho's had his number stripped and literally given on the same day to Griezmann. Because obviously, it was Coutinho 7, Griezmann 17. It's now Griezmann seven, Coutinho fourteen. It's it's kind of like, I, I it's obviously Griezmann's asked for it because it was it's always been a number with Sociedad and Atletico Madrid. I just found it quite like, I don't know. It it was a li- literally the same day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I want to Sp- go back to Bale joining Tottenham again. Yeah, I yeah. Think he was disrespected that. Madrid. Bale, Bale left Madrid, yeah, with more goals than Arnaud Ronaldo. More assists than Beckham. More games than Figo. More trophies than Zidane. And more Champions League, Champions League than Raul. And nobody, nobody was sad to see him go. I think. 
mate, he's a world class player, Bale. And I honestly, I can't wait to see him in the Prem. I can't I wait to watch him. Again. I don't. Uh, he's number nine, isn't he, for Tottenham? They've given him yeah. number nine. I'm. I just really hope to God it works for him. I. I hope yeah. he has. I hope he's injured for Liverpool, but, <laughs> but um, like it's either gonna go really well or just not work, isn't it? Well, and, I think that's all. That's all I have written down. Well, um, who's your star man? My star man of the week was Fabinho for Liverpool. I think. Man was Son. Well, it's a bit clear why Son was yours, isn't it? He played man, top class. I think poor man was the same, Kepper. Yeah, Kepper, just... Um, yeah, well, let's go on to our week three predictions. Okay. First game, Brighton versus Man United. So what? After that performance, Man United, 2-1 Brighton. You know what? I'll agree with you on that. 2-1 Brighton, yeah. Palace Everton. I think Everton's... 4 0. 4 0 to Everton. You can't underestimate Palace. I I put 2 1 Everton. No, it's. Last time I rated their lower goal on Everton, they, they won. They're winning games, lad. I, it's going to go on, I think, for a few more weeks and then maybe someone might. But you can't underestimate Palace. West yeah. Brom, Chelsea. 2 0 Chelsea. Yeah, three, yeah, 2 3 0 Chelsea. I can see Wayne again his first goal that game. Well, his first Premier League goal. Yeah, it's scored in pre-season, but... Yeah. Burnley, Southampton, 2-0 Southampton. Uh, nah, 2-1 Southampton. Burnley can get a goal. Sheffield lead, 1-0 lead. 2-1, uh, I'd say, yeah. Tottenham versus Newcastle. Actually, what? 3-0 Tottenham. 4-0 Tottenham, lad. I feel, I, there's too many goals being scored these past two weeks. So I just think... Every single game is just going to have a lot of goals mm. now. Man City versus Leicester City. So what? I put 2-1 City. But I think I can see City. Either, it's either going to be close. To, it's either going to be close. Or City's going to dominate. I don't. I yeah. can't see Leicester win. No, I can't. 3-4 now. West Ham Wolves, 2-1 Wolves. Yeah, three two goals. I've West Ham have played well, haven't they? Do be a good game to watch? Villa versus Fulham. I put two 0 Yeah, well, you're automatically gonna put Villa to win, aren't you? Because it's Fulham. So yeah. that's on Monday. Liverpool versus Arsenal. Last time we played, Community Shield and Arsenal won us on pens. I'm saying Joe two 0 Liverpool again. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, two 0 Liverpool. I think. Yeah, we we did kind of make a statement winning against Chelsea. Yeah. So, and also you've got to remember Community Shield. I think most players pre season Community Shield do. It's just, go, a, it's just they, a friendly for the cup, isn't it? Yeah, they they play eighty percent because they don't want to get injured. If and it's understandable, but we're going to win this time. We're going to get our revenge. Well, I think that's the end of episode six. Well, thanks for listening. Um, don't forget to follow us on Matty with the footy on Instagram and Matty with the footy on Twitter and Ben's is underscore Ben underscore Spence on Instagram. Please do not DM me because I probably won't answer it. Well, that is it for episode six. We'll see you next week for episode seven. Thank so, you. See you later. later.